What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Super Gamer Boys. I'm your host and captain, Garrett Morlang. Here in the virtual studio with me is the nerd dad, Zetch Keenan. And uh, there on the other side of the studio, sitting across from me, is the one, the only, JJ Purdom. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> I forgot, I didn't say anything. I forgot this is actually a recording, too. I know, you're oh, just like, your face I'm at the like camera. waving wind. like a madman. <laughs> For all you audio listeners out there, Zetch really is here. We're not just pretending yeah. he's here. Yeah. Psych! It's at this point in the show that my internet will fail. And then oh, right. I'll, I'll be, yeah, that's, that's when that happens. Yeah, it's we'll see how mine does. It's tradition. Yes. Um, man, how was your guys' uh, 4th of July weekend? Uh, Zetch, how, how'd, it, how'd it go? <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm in quarantine now. <laughs> I got oh, that sounds like to, fun. That sounds like fun. I got fun. exposed to coronavirus. That was great. That's what you get for going to those protests. You see what happens? <laughs> I was in the comfort of my own home. <laughs> oh. Just go you to show, a protest children. in your house? <laughs> yeah, you can protest wherever you want. I had Everyone to sit in. I was protesting doing dishes. Yeah. I'm not doing this, babe. <laughs> and, then, and then she gave you COVID. Yeah, there you go. Nice. No. So you, so you do you have? Do you technically have the COVID right now, Zetch? Or I gotta go get. Tested. I mean, are we not supposed to I'm ask just, that? Is it kind of a? No, I just gotta go get. I just gotta go get tested. I don't know. I could. I don't know. So, have you seen careful. any of the videos online where you get the uh, the giant Q-tip shoved down your nasal cavity, back to the back of your throat? Yeah, um, I haven't watched them. It's I've very heard. uncomfortable. Yeah, you it's very it? uncomfortable. I've had it, and uh, it, I went through a drive-through clinic to have uh, my test. And <laughs> I'd like I a number one and a person. coke, please. <laughs> I'm the only one who literally like opened up the lady's mouth and said, "Give me two double cheeseburgers." And yeah, she got really weird. They they don't like joking, and they don't want you to touch them as well. So yeah. I was asked That's to politely leave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's why they shoved it so far up your nose. Yeah. Like, yeah. you like this, you it's, jerk? It's, it's, it very well could have been. It, it well could have been. But it, it's, it's so uncomfortable. I watched I watched them pull out the giant Q-tip on the person in front of me, and it was like a little old man. They just keep going. It it's happened, like, what? They just kept it. <laughs> unsheathing a lightsaber. The thing, like, <laughs> it looked like thunder. Like, I'm telling you, it looked like, like Voltron's sword. <laughs> and I they shoved that. it down the dude's nose. It was two seconds, he's done, and gone. I'm like, well, that's not that bad. And then I pulled up, and the lady said, okay, it's going to be kind of uncomfortable. I swear, I swear that thing lasted for well over a minute and a half of her just (laughs) digging in there. And I'm like, lady, you're touching my brain. Stop. You took a wrong turn. You took a wrong turn. (laughs) Yeah, I asked for an an exam, not a lobotomy. (laughs) Well, I think, yeah, I think what happened was she got in there, and she's like, Dude, it's like going deep. It was like, <laughs> like I'm not touching anything. You know, usually, just, usually the brain stopped it. It just kept going. Yeah. Right? Why did? Why? Who knew? I don't understand how like you get like that's where like the COVID germs are. Like how that's the where you like decide. Like, well, I yeah. guess they can't you know? stick it anywhere else. Like, I don't know. Or like <laughs> a well, blood sample. I'd, I'd willingly give a give blood. Like, yeah. just take a sample well, of my blood. W- it was weird when I first got there. I thought it was going to be a rectal thing, so I did bend over and moon them. And that's probably yes, probably. Pro- and I was driving, so it was hard to keep the wheel going at the same time because you know I didn't. I don't have a park brake. It's like a whole thing. I'll explain later. 
but yeah and that's probably why they had the security come over after that and then i try to tell them like no i didn't really want you to put it up my butt i was trying to be funny and then it was you know sir step over here <laughs> like you want it up uh, your butt we'll get it up your butt <laughs> also can you walk on this line sir walk on the keep your arms out to the side it, you know what but bygones be bygones and they're wonderful people i've sent them flowers since and you don't have covid no i didn't have covid either <laughs> That was like the craziest thing of all. I, I kind of wanted it by that point. I wanted to get it over. This better be worth it. I better yeah. end up with COVID in two weeks paid exactly. vacation. Oh, man. Yeah. How was cool. your 4th of July, JJ? It was fantastic. I, I A little short. You know, it could have been a little longer. Um, but it's good. I uh, had a lot of fun. Uh, we did a lot of house cleaning on Saturday, and that was awesome. That's and so fun. Uh, it what? No. No, I, I was having a blast. That's my favorite game. I tell my kids that all the time. What's dad's favorite game? And they say, hide in the bathroom on the phone. And then I go, no. <laughs> and, then, uh, and then basically, it's, it's, they say it's the most unfun game ever is clean the house. That's what I try to get them into the whole cleaning process. Let's get in here and get it. You know? Yeah, despite what my van looks like, Garrett, uh, I'm kind of OCD about cleaning house. So, you know, that's actually a funny it. thing. There's... It. Actually, it's true. There, there was a study done that people that actually are like super clean in their house have like the messiest cars. <laughs> but people that have like the cleanest cars have like the messiest house. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, totally true. Totally Obviously, true. I wasn't part of the study because I have an extremely clean <laughs> house and car. Maybe I'm just a freak. Well, I'm not saying I'm not saying maybe, you're only those maybe, two people. Maybe I'm a freak. <laughs> they were just studying those types of people. Okay. Like obviously, there's. Oh, so it wasn't, like a, survey. It wasn't like a survey. It was like an actual study yeah. looking for those people. Okay. That yeah. makes more sense. Yeah. They, yeah. they were just going to people's cars and parking lots and saying, can we follow you home and see what it looks like <laughs> at your house? <laughs> yeah. I wonder how many people would take you up. Absolutely. Come on in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, follow me on. It's fine. You want to check out my house? Go ahead. We see your room? <laughs> yeah, sure. This is my room. <laughs> so, so Zach, since you're having to quarantine, I've taken it that you're going to have a sweet two-week vacation at home where you just put your feet up. No, wait, no? No. Oh, no. No, man. You mean they have you working from home? The fun doesn't stop for me, bro. <laughs> Nazis. Nazis. Nah. That's not right. <laughs> nah, I don't mind. You should have just told them you had the COVID. Like, <laughs> I have the COVID. <laughs> yeah, that's called lying. <laughs> I'm a lot of yeah. things, but I am not a liar. <laughs> Zach, if you would like, no. I could call and, and make that call for you. Because <laughs> I'm not above that. I'm totally okay. I'm totally okay doing that for you. You, you know, I, I appreciate you putting yourself out there like that, but I think I got it. I honestly, Okay. Yeah. No, I, but right. seriously, though, it's actually really not that bad. I got my home office set up now. It's pretty cool. If like you need your employer to send you a, send you a letter, I can write one for you if you'd oh. like. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> like, yeah, right. I'm Zetch's boss. <laughs> uh, I mean, technically we're co-hosts, but you know, I like to pretend I'm the boss. Uh, <laughs> I like it. Oh boy, cool. Uh, well, uh, how about we get on with the show here? We have a couple little pieces of housekeeping before we get to the nerdy nudes. Um, Patreon, patreon.com slash supergamerboys. You can go support us over there for just a dollar a month and get our episodes early ad free. 
Um, I'll, we'll talk more about it later on the show, but I really want to give a shout out to our Patreon producer, Adrian Holmes, uh, our Patreon sponsors. We have Bill Bird, Julie Bates, Dustin Long, and Brent Fox. So yeah, shout out to you guys. You all are very, very awesome people. Even the ones that we didn't shout out, you guys are very, very awesome. Very, very cool. Thank you so much. Um, and if you want to hear more about it, uh, we'll be talking about later in the show, some other perks you can get by supporting us. Uh, and the next thing I want to shout out is our giveaway we're doing Instagram giveaway that is uh, I feel like uh, it was clear in the post on Instagram but uh, I don't know if we've been clear on on the episode so I just want to be clear it's, it is an Instagram giveaway follow us over there and we I have a post that we posted a couple weeks ago um, you can actually go to supergamerboys.com slash giveaway and it takes you right to that post so you can see all the rules you have to follow us on Instagram post a selfie with your favorite game uh, make sure to use the hashtag uh, Super Gamer Boys giveaway. Tag us in the photo. And on July 15th, we will be choosing a random winner from the lot of people who are entering, which we have a few now. I think we're up to five or six people have entered. So yeah, chances are getting, getting pretty tight. Competition's <laughs> getting getting pretty, pretty tight out there. Uh, you can win a $50 gift card for uh, the video game storefront of your choice. We, you know, we're doing either playstation xbox nintendo or steam so kind of the four main ones uh we're not getting super weird i'm not gonna buy you a gog gift gift card or, or something stadia. like that or <laughs> no uh no no stadia yeah, Rich, did you happen to see on instagram that we did have a submission from somebody by the name of ray j Purdom? no well. oh okay i'm gonna have to do that again on, on instagram okay <laughs> carry on you know, you know that you can't enter. You're, you're a host. I didn't put my name on there. That's the whole deal. <laughs> I, I changed my name. So you see how I, that works. I know. I know. It's I know. It's a legal then. loophole. I know. Okay. I okay. know lawyer stuff. Legally, I, have a, yeah. I had a friend who was a lawyer. Yeah. yeah. Legally, I yeah, guess that does clear do that. you. I guess that works. <laughs> I think that's how that works. I need, I need not, to consult with my not, lawyer. Zach, <laughs> does, that, does that clear him for, to being able to win? Yeah, no. Okay, okay. Yeah, no, it doesn't. My JJ, my I, lawyer I, says no, that does not it does not clear. Just because you have a pseudonym as Ray J still means you're the same I, individual. I, okay. Okay. I don't I don't like the way you guys do things. I didn't realize I still that like the way we like let like, you guys don't like the way we keep the rules fair. Exactly. Exactly. You keep doing that fair stuff and that, hey, that's hey, we not fair you, to me. We bought you a copy you know? of Last of Us Part Two. Come on, what are you complaining yeah. about? No, you cost me my own copy of that so that you could play it. See? I don't know See, if that's just heard this. I don't think I don't think that's just heard this. I oh yeah. I was forcibly made to go get my own copy uh, because that he was just tired of me like saying, I'm going to take longer. Sorry. And then he, he pushed on my wife and was like, Hey, uh, he really could use his own copy. Please get him his own copy. You know what a great guy he is. Just get him a dang copy already. <laughs> and then she comes home and she's like, Hey, uh, Garrett said that you were off the podcast. If I didn't get you your own copy. And then also, 
Also, I got the insurance for it, and that's the your wife would have been like, "Fine, take him off the podcast." I think this is a lie. <laughs> well, there's more truth to it than than you than you probably would like. Probably now. La- last week before we started recording, I was uh, his wife walked in the room. I think was getting him a glass of water, or talking to him or something. I was like, "Hey, wait, 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 wait! Put her, put her on the line, put her on the line." Uh, and she jumped on. I was like, "Hey, so JJ." He's been busting his butt on the podcast. He's been killing it at work, you know, at you know, for our pest control company. He's really just been working so hard. And he really, really deserves his own copy last was part two. Because what's going to happen is he's going to beat it. He's going to give it to me. He's really going to want to play it again. But I'm going to be in the middle of playing it. I think you, he needs his own copy. And I think this would be such an amazing gift to get for your, your wonderful husband. I really like buttered her up. And then, you know totally like joking around and we laughed about it afterwards and i thought it was pretty clear that i was just totally screwing she called me the next day and she's just like hey so i'm standing outside of a GameStop. like uh do you think are they available like right now i'm like oh that's oh. so cool man <laughs> yeah but i told her i'm like just to be completely clear like i was totally kidding like if i guilted you <laughs> anything like i felt so bad immediately she's like oh no no yeah i, I totally agree with you like i want to get it for him i'm like Okay, as long as it's oh, you, and awesome. as long as it's you and not me. And then JJ, that, go. JJ that night was just like, at first it was just like, yay, kind of thing. You posted a picture, and then you're like, you, you idiot, you cost me sixty bucks. It was like Dude, a bittersweet, a little bit of a bittersweet, a little bit of bittersweet yeah. thing for JJ. But hey, you have your own copy. I'm, 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 That's I'm so cool that your wife was like copy. wanting to do that. That was awesome. Yeah, I, it, kudos yeah, to you. That's I, pretty I really, sweet. Yeah. I really do love that game. It's been so much fun. So, <laughs> not the wife, just the game. <laughs> okay, let's get on. I think it's time for the nerdy news. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. <laughs> Dude, you're such a jerk. <laughs> it's now time for the nerdy news. Uh, okay let's uh, get into the new first news story here um okay so this is a ah, kind of a heavy one i mean if you guys missed it just what was that it was last weekend or a couple weekends ago it was a couple weekends ago now there was like a huge blowout online where like all these people in the gaming industry was getting were getting outed for like sexual misconduct of different sorts whether all the way from sexual assault to uh just verbal thing like different all sorts of abuses that were happening um and uh a lot of things came out about ign and different things like from people in the past not currently um but this is kind of a big one that came out uh, more of a big deal because the whole event got canceled uh evo 2020 canceled after co-founder abuse allegations uh so the event co-founder joey i'm going to pronounce this uh, yeah, trivia. <laughs> uh, Butterfuko. Quellar, I think it's Quellar, uh, yeah. acknowledged the claim on Twitter. This is from Engadget, Daniel Cooper over there. Fighting game tournament Evo 2020 has been canceled after co founder Joey, Mr. Wizard, Quellar, was accused of assaulting a minor. The esports tournament, which announced in May that it was going online only in the week, wake of COVID 19, will now not go ahead. In a tweet, Evo said that. It was parting company with Quellar, who will no longer be involved with Evo in any capacity. Co-founder Tony Cannon will now lead the company, prioritizing greater accountability across Evo, both internally and at its events. Um, Ars Technica reports that Quellar was accused of assault by Mikey Crackpron, fam, 
<laughs> while the latter was a teenager. After his story was posted on Twitter, a number of high-profile players and commentators said they would not take part in this year's tournament. Quellar subsequently appeared to acknowledge accusations in a tweet saying that he has done things he is not proud of and expressed remorse. Shortly after publication, Evo canceled the event and dismissed Quellar from his role. Um, a number, uh, I'm just going to read this last little part here. Uh, a number of video game publishers who partnered with Evo to run the tournaments sought to distance themselves from the event in a statement. Capcom even came out and said that it would not participate in light of the events. Uh, re or recent accusations of misconduct in NetherRealm also came out. Uh, publisher of Mortal Kombat 11 said it was withdrawing in solidarity with those who have spoken out against abuse. Uh, so, man, that is uh, that's heavy, heavy stuff. Like it's yeah, it's serious. I mean, and like I said, it's been just uh, stop it, Siri. Siri thinks I'm talking to her. Um, serious. Yeah, uh, it's been crazy in the games industry like it was just like wildfire all of a sudden that one one thing came out and like every it was like every company had someone um and high profile people which is sad um but man yeah this is a big deal like when like <clears throat> how how often is it canceling events that this is happening and something as big as evo like it's been a while since there's been any like has evo ever been canceled <laughs> yeah i don't know kind of, it's kind of crazy but yeah, you know, this uh, is a really bad time. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, it's coming out all this... the same time the way that it is. It, the same thing is happening happening in the pro wrestling business where it seems like everybody started saying, let's get out there and start bringing out all the dirt. Um, so, like, all this, this horrible stuff is coming out. And you know what? I can't, I can't make any jokes about it. I can't make light of any of this stuff because it's, it's honestly very, very sad. The yeah, way that uh, some of these people have acted in their in their positions and um, letting people believe that that you know they can get somewhere in the industries uh, that they're performing in or or working in uh, by performing sexual acts and things of that nature it's it's disgusting and uh, I'm sorry to see it but I'm I, I'm glad that all things are going to come to the light you know with stuff like that yeah and I think the other thing too is that it's also really important to kind of keep a level head like we don't know it's not safe to assume that everybody that comes forward is telling the truth. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, in this case, it, obviously he did acknowledge that he, you know, did something yeah. wrong. Yeah. Um, which was good because that, that was the first thing that came, that came to my mind was like, okay, well, it's actually true. And then I read the tweet and I was like, oh yeah, that's about as true as it gets. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Um, without without straight up yeah. like, you know, confessing it, you pretty much uh, I was like, oh okay, yeah, it's uh, this has some standing and man, yeah, it's just so horrible like people who have just a little bit of power just yeah. i don't know fall into people abusing suck. it like that and yeah <laughs> why do people suck so bad um, we're all sinners yeah man ain't that the truth um Need so yeah that, i don't know about i don't know about me but i mean you guys yes but me not as much especially especially you jj <laughs> yeah <laughs> 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 no <laughs> <laughs> Oh just man. Kidding. Okay. Maybe you're right. <laughs> I was kidding. I was kidding. Especially <clears throat> so, all of us. So yeah, I'll, uh, so this year there's, there's no no Evo, but I don't know. <clears throat> it, it sounded like it was going to be kind of a um yeah, it it would have been I, I just as far as like the event goes now kind of moving uh, on past like uh, why it got canceled, moving on to it being canceled um and it seemed like it, even just to have it all online like yeah, a lot of games 
are online nowadays, but is there what did, was there ever the infrastructure that we thought that it was actually going to be like viable for tournament play? Like that just seems so crazy that they thought that would ever be like, yeah, this will be good for like <laughs> doing super precise, like no latency, like tournaments and stuff like that. It seemed like it was going to be could have been a train wreck anyways, as far as like uh, people accepting it as like, you know, whoever won in the end is going to be like, well, it's because it played online and I'd lag or something like that. Well, whatever <laughs> sucks to suck yeah <laughs> like... yeah i yeah, know i don't know anyway. I, I i was just kind of surprised they even decided to go along like forward with the event in the first place that's all i was just saying it's just like it seemed like oh they could have just canceled it <laughs> but in the you know before but maybe he should have he's like man i should cancel it yeah right looking back now he's like dang it no yeah he deserved okay. it now i hope he gets what's coming to him yeah uh, this next news story, this is probably the biggest news of the night right here. Uh, this comes from Video Game Chronicle. It's not that big. This is the biggest <laughs> Get news Get back of the in night. your seats, everybody. <laughs> Sit down. He's telling Ready a joke. This? Ready for this? <laughs> this is not a joke. This is like five alarm fire, kind of like everyone on should be standing and running and screaming, and I don't know why, but nope. uh, the headline reads... Wait, is that that stupid one about Hideo Kojima? <laughs> You're the worst. Uh, you spoiled it for me. You didn't get me. Let me say it. Hideo Kojima's. Gosh, I have no. Oh my gosh, Garrett, Garrett, I've had three kids, and those were the most beautiful moments of my life. But ruining this for you, it was even. It was even more special. Oh man. Uh... Oh. Thank you for that. Oh, I want to thank my mom and dad. Um, He's just going to edit it out. (laughs) He's too lazy to do that anymore. He's tired. I'm too uh, tired. You know, okay. No, no. Hey, pretend like I didn't say it. Go ahead, Garrett. Do it. Go ahead real quick. It's okay. Okay. From the greatest news of the night is (laughs) by Andy Robinson. Kojima. Okay. What? Oh, sorry. No, no. No, it, no, not, no, it's not Dang about it, Hideo Kojima. Dang it's it, not a, it's not about it's not about Hideo Kojima. Okay. Go ahead, go ahead. Okay. Is Let it the go. one about Death Stranding? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> about part two? About part two? Yeah. I hate both of you so much. <laughs> I hate you both. You know, all I ask is that, all I ask is, I, I just, just give me this one thing. Like, I don't get much in life. I don't get much out of life. But just give me this one thing. This is one little pleasure, please. I'm done. I'm done. This is really funny. Uh, Andy Robinson over at Video Games Chronicle writes, Hideo Kojima's new game tease suggests it could be Death Stranding too. <laughs> oh, man. So I feel the excitement coming from you. Wow. Man. I was stoked. Honestly, I was stoked out of my mind. One of, the, you guys ruined it. one of the biggest AAA titles of the year, last wow. year, is getting a sequel? Oh, man. Uh, the wow. skies have opened up. <laughs> well, so the I reason think... it's more wow. so exciting is because originally um, it was kind of thought like he, he wanted to move on. He, he was like, okay, like I kind of want to move on. I want to do a different thing. Um, but only recently have interviews come out that have said that he's actually like, well, maybe I would do a sequel, but it would be like kind of a ground zero, which people think, oh, is it going to be kind of like a pre- prequel kind of thing? Kind of. It's going to be up. like a Metal Gear Solid ground zeros. That's what he meant. 
Probably. It'll probably be, it'll tie together <laughs> Ground Zeroes and Death Stranding. Get it? Uh, <laughs> um, but, uh, uh, but yeah, Hideo Kojima has teased his next game on Twitter with images that suggest it could be set in the same universe as Death Stranding. And a tweet posted this weekend, Kojima said he is designing his new title with longtime collaborator and character artist Yoji Shinkawa, who, by the way, is one of my favorite artists ever. I'm uh, sure. Have you seen his stuff, though? Like, besides, yeah, he's like, besides he's the Metal pretty, Gear like, stuff. Water, that watercolor style is pretty sick, yeah. Yeah, but it's like, yeah, with the ink, and it's like, oh, it's so cool. Yeah. Uh, discussing the setting for each character, the background, the world, the color, the characteristics, the roles, the images, ideas, and keyword. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't know what that means, but uh, in a second tweet, Kojima posted an image of a vehicle which appears to be brandished with the name Bridges, which is a company featured in Death Stranding. Uh, PS4 exclusive Death Stranding released on November 2019, and according to Kojima, this was an article we did actually a few weeks ago, has sold enough copies to recover its development cost. <laughs> uh, a PC version of Death Stranding is also planned in just a couple weeks for all you uh, PC nerds out there. Uh, but Death Stranding's actor Norman Reedus recently claimed in an interview he was in talks to work on another project with Kojima Productions and suggested that it could be Death Stranding related. Uh, Reedus has struck up a strong relationship with Kojima, blah, 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 uh, right here. Speaking in a new video inter interview by Wired, Reedus suggested that he could partner again for a future project. We did Death Stranding, which was a huge hit, and we're in talks to do other stuff, which... Uh, and he says later in the video, it says talking to Hideo about maybe doing some Death Stranding stuff, which people, okay, is it a sequel or will it be DLC? Either way, I'm excited because I love Death Stranding. And if it's DLC, I'm going to be stoked. If it's a sequel, I'm going to be stoked. But uh, Do you think there's room for DLC right now? I mean, can you see where that would fit in the, uh, in the um, world that they created? So based off of what Kojima said about it being like kind of <clears throat> a ground zero type game, um, makes me think it could be kind of like uh, The Last of Us Left Behind, maybe. Oh, okay. Like that, well, that was my first thought. Kind of like, almost like, hey, set up a, a character, whether it's a specific character or maybe he uses it to set up, you know, what the heck happened to this world. How, like, yeah, kind of a prequel, but just a very narrow it's one. Left Behind Left Behind was like, what, two or three hours long. So they're doing like yeah. a little like two or three hour long, like kind of prequel deal is set up like, who the heck is this Norman Reedus dude or the, the Sam Bridges or... Yeah, if they actually want to go like, okay, this is when the event first happened, like, you know, it's experiencing that for the first time, maybe playing as who knows, maybe playing as uh, um, <clears throat> uh, Mads Mikkelsen uh, character Cliff. So I don't know. I'm stoked. Cliff. I know you guys are all, you know, play about it, but that's because you just uh, no, we're excited. That's for just you, because there's it? bigger things going on in the world right now. <laughs> no, that is the biggest thing in my world right now. Um, <laughs> you didn't hear about Zetch having COVID? That's pretty big, dude. Like, yeah, dude. how come you're not a fan of me getting COVID? <laughs> that's something you, that you want me. The if you want me to be a fan of you getting COVID, it would nice I... to know I'm appreciated once in a while, Garrett. <laughs> in, our, okay. in our feature article this week in the Nerdy Nudes, Zetch Keenan gets COVID, but he's still got to work at home for two weeks. That can be the title of our oh, episode. <laughs> Zesh has COVID. <laughs> Zesh has COVID. <laughs> oh, man. Zesh uh, has the Rona. <laughs> let's get in the next news story then, because this one is a big one. Uh, for real. An actual big one. For real this time. Uh, and this is kind of a two-part. I'm going to link two articles here. So the first one, leaked Microsoft document hints at second next-gen Xbox. Uh, the document mentions multiple 
Project Scarlet Consoles. This is from Tom Warren over at The Verge. Uh, so this is a thing, just article aside, there's been rumors of Lockhart forever. Yeah. But only recently have they found kind of more evidence, which is what this this article is, is talking here. So um, the leaked document, uh, I'm cutting in later on the article because the beginning just basically talks about uh, the key difference, possible dis- differences, again, all rumored between Lockhart and Series X. But a couple paragraphs down. The leaked document also mentions a Lockhart profiling mode, um, which uh, is built into the, 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 what is it? The main board, the, like the motherboard of the of the consoles. Um, sources familiar with Microsoft Xbox plans tell The Verge that this special Lockhart mode is part of the Xbox Series X developer kit. The dev kit code named Dante allows game developers to enable a special Lockhart mode that has a profile of the performance that Microsoft wants to hit with a second console. We understand that this includes 7.5 gigs of usable RAM, slightly underclocked CPU speed, four teraflops of GPU performance, um, where and then it gives you it gives us a Series X specs, which are more like 13 and a half gigs of RAM, yeah, 12 like teraflops. Huge. So it's like huge difference between Lockhart and the Series X there. Um, it's like a yeah, quarter so, of the so, power, exactly. Or a third. Uh, and it's actually in, uh, so developers will be able to use this Lockhart mode to test their games against their performance profile to do validation checks. Um, there's even a little like clip from Microsoft's website. Uh, it says, Microsoft Game Development Kit, June 2020 GDK release. Welcome to the June 2020 Microsoft Game Development Kit release. You can use the GDK to develop games that can be certified and approved for release on Windows 10 PCs, Xbox One consoles, and Project Scarlet consoles, plural. And it says, in fact, you can target all those devices using a shared code base. So that's right on Microsoft's website. So there's all these this kind of evidence stacking up that this is a legit thing. Then, um, which, again, we've talked about for a while. We all kind of knew it probably existed. It was going to be a cheaper model, more, you know, something to kind of sli- slide in underneath the PS5 in price um, that have the similar specs probably and be able to kind of blow them out of the water. Then Zetch has messaged me today on the old Instagram and sent me this article here. Xbox Series X first party games showcase coming on July 23rd. Xbox has announced that its showcase of Xbox Series X games, including first party titles, will be broadcast on July 23rd. Um, It gives the times 9 a.m. Pacific time, 12 p.m. Eastern. Recent rumors have also centered around the possibility of reveals for Fable 4, a new Perfect Dark game. Um, Come on, let it die. (laughs) <laughs> they did it so bad in the last one. Let's forget it. Uh, those hoping to see the much-rumored series Xbox Series S may be disappointed with rumors pointing to toward an August reveal. So that's, that's what I was going to... why I wanted to connect these two because everyone keeps... I've heard a lot of people mention that they think the Series X won't be revealed until August for some reason. But do you think Xbox pulls a Sony and says, hey, it's a first-party games showcase... And at the end, hey, we have one last thing and shows off the console. Like, I don't know. I feel like they could totally. Pull Xbox that has in. done that in the past. So they usually end with that, that a big surprise. So <clears throat> who knows? It's highly I mean, likely. Yeah. I think now that the yeah. cat's semi out of the bag, they might as well just go, you know, all the way with it and just take it all the way out of there. Take it all yeah. the way out of the bag. <laughs> just, just rip it out of that bag. <laughs> like, get out of there, cat. This <laughs> yeah. seems crazy for them, like to announce something that late like think about it like the console would probably release just like a couple months later october november 
That seems so there, crazy to wait until August to announce a thing. I feel like they need to get see, out there sooner than later, right? I kind of so being a total, you know, unprofessional person that's not in the uh, gaming corporate world at all. Um, but comparing what like Sega did with like the Saturn, right? Like Sega was like, "Hey, we're dropping the Saturn. Basically, comes out like next month." You know, and it failed, right? Because nobody even knew about it. Nobody had time enough to actually really get it. Now they're announcing this console after they've already announced that they have this big console coming out. So now they announce this big console coming out and they're going to drop this baby one coming out in a couple more months. There's a chance to be like, hey, yes, you have two models. You have this big model. You have this other one. It's cheaper. Hmm. So people that are already interested in the Xbox Series X can now be like, oh, well, my grandson really wanted an Xbox for his for his Christmas, so uh, I guess I can just get him this cheaper one. You know, there's that yeah. aspect of it, you know? Yeah. Because, no, totally. you know, grandparents are the only ones that buy kids, you know, consoles anymore. I don't buy my kids consoles. I buy me consoles and let my kids play them. They <laughs> get to watch me play. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, that's, I don't know, that, I, I seem to think they, they'll probably sneak that out there only because of, like, PlayStation did. I feel like they're going to be like, oh, okay, like, we because in a way that would i feel like it, it it would kind of one up them if if they can come out with a bunch of awesome first party games at this like reveal event so like that says the, the room the rumored fable that would be amazing the halo if they show off some of that it'd be great um i'm sure they're going to show off a of forza they own sure so many studios off, yeah. they got a shot they gotta drop something i'm, I'm sure they're gonna they, who knows they might have an updated trailer for the hellblade game um all sorts of stuff it's gonna be pretty pretty sick I hope we all hope. Um, have you played Hellblade? And, Sidebar, but have you played Hellblade? I played the first like two or three hours. I didn't beat it. I know it's like not super long, but yeah, I I didn't beat it, but I did play a bit of it. I've on PC. Oh, it's on PC Game Pass, or it used to be, anyways. I played yeah. it on VR. There's a oh, VR dude. version of it. That sounds terrifying. Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh my gosh! But <laughs> that was nuts. So like, you it's not like VR. Like you are her. You're actually more like just like a. A person is kind of like following her around. Okay. So it's so like, you're like a third person still over the shoulder. Yeah, you're like right behind her like the entire time. And but when she's like looking around, like it goes like these like cinematic moves, she's like looking like right at you in terror. And you're like, oh, I can just like step aside. No, they've said it so her eyes lock onto you. So no matter where you're at, you're like, stop, stop it, stop it. Jeez. <laughs> And then the audio, oh yeah. If you, I have it. So one of these days when I don't have the Rona, you guys are gonna have to come over and play it. <laughs> I was gonna yeah. say, like Zetch, I'm waiting on that invite when you don't have the Corona. For you guys can come, come over right over now. Come on over. Come on. I'm down. I'm down. <laughs> I really had the Q-tip up my nose. <laughs> Let's just do it, Garrett. What do you say? We can make it happen tonight. Yeah. Everybody, everybody, come okay. on. Yeah. We'll, we'll get, be we'll there get an the hour. COVID. Be there an hour. We'll finish recording that. How about that? yeah um <laughs> anyway dude continue. No, I, that that's what i i, I want to finish that eventually because i've heard how incredible it was and then just after that trailer at the game awards for the second one i'm like holy smokes like i don't know if i'll ever have it like one day i hope to have an xbox and that might be one of the first games i play just that trailer was so intense so like holy well, cow. if you end up just getting a pc i mean that's the other thing too is that xbox yeah. is like well like that's the smartest thing they ever did combine windows 10 and xbox and they're like yeah. well all the games we got coming out on Xbox, you can put them on Windows. We own, we have the operating system. Right. We're Microsoft. <laughs> yeah. No, I, 
I and that's what I've actually kind of started recently. I haven't played a lot of more PC games, but I've been picking up more PC games like through Steam and stuff like that. So I'm like, ah, like why not? Like I have this PC that can, you know, fairly powerful. I mentioned in the Discord the other day. I'm like, I wish I looking back now, I wish I'd bought a desktop because then I could upgrade it. Because with yeah. this even though it's a gaming custom gaming laptop, like really the only thing I can upgrade in it is like the RAM without, is the RAM without like totally like tearing it down to the point where like oh, I'm probably going to break something like it's the way it's designed. It's not made to be easily swapped in and out. So, yeah, I really wish I bought a desktop, but maybe in like 10 years, I'll be able to get one. <laughs> we'll see. Um, but yeah, I don't know who's knows, who knows what what we'll see at that the showcase. Um, I. I hope we see some awesome games uh, and I don't know. I think it'd be cool to see the Lockhart. And what if they came out too and just gave their prices? PlayStation's been so cagey. Do you think Xbox finally just pulls the trigger and just like, I'm sick of playing chicken. Let's just give out a price or no? Something's got to give, man. I'm really hoping they do. Eventually, at this point, they're just playing chicken with each other. It's like something's got to give. Someone has to go first. I I was actually going to ask that same question. I'm thinking that I'm thinking they're going to go ahead and let the price out of the bag this week. Almost like they, well, this week or during that reveal event? Oh, 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 during the reveal. Wait, the okay. reveal's not this week? No, no it's not 20, this week. 23rd, like the end Man. of the month or something like that. I probably should be vacation. listening when you're talking. <laughs> I'm, I might help a little bit. I could see them, yeah, because I, I could see them showing off a ton of awesome games <clears> and then, yeah, showing like a, a view, like, you know, a really cinematic view of the Xbox Series X camera panning around. And then, like, as it zooms out at the end, it shows the price. And everyone's going to be like, holy crap, that's a lot of money. And then it's going to come up with like, whoosh, like float up like Series S or whatever they're going to call it with like the that's lower price point. No, you don't think they'll do yeah. that? But I like how you visualize basically That's basically what PS5 did, well, minus the prices, but they did like, whoosh, here's our cool one with a disc. And then they're like, whoosh, and here's the one with no disc. So I was like, so, I basically Zetch, just copied Sony, not- but... <laughs> <laughs> Zach, you're going to be taking a, a vacation, and then Garrett, you have a baby coming soon. Are you guys going to just leave me alone to do the podcast or something? No. What, what's the deal? No. Nope. Uh, okay. All right. Wait, I you will never do the podcast alone. Are you referring to his him being quarantined as a vacation? <laughs> no, he said something about taking a vacation, yeah, uh, unless you were referencing the quarantine. As, Six uh, time work. Uh, <laughs> nice. No, JJ, okay. I would never trust you with this. <laughs> I can I remember this is how I type is like one finger at a time. So like I would, I don't know how to use a mouse. Um, so, I mean, if you need me to edit, I probably can figure it out. You give me YouTube in 25 minutes and a, a six pack of Red Bull and I'll get it done. I mean, it won't be pretty. In fact, it'll be dang right ugly, but I'll, <laughs> but I'll make it work. There'll be duct tape all over that show. Uh, cool. 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 Um, so is there any games that, we didn't already kind of mention that you do really want to be there, like that you hope we'll either see more of that they've talked about or something we haven't even Cuphead heard about. Cuphead 2. I want a Cuphead 2. <laughs> Dude, with the That's cartoon not a joke. coming out, with the new cartoon coming out from Netflix, yeah. I could totally see him doing a sequel. They already announced it. They announced like a bunch of DLC. It was actually announced as a sequel, and then I think they morphed it into a DLC. But I think uh, they'll, you know, okay. I think they'll have it uh, hopefully drop that okay. soon. They oh, announced they like an to. extra character. Yeah. Anyway, I mean, right that's, that's one of their biggest, like, one of the. Garrett. What? Do you have it? Do you have Cuphead? I do. We I should totally PC. stream you and me playing Cuphead. I'm really bad at it. 
Like, I think I got to like, what boss was it? It's like one of the first bosses, like oh. the ca- the carrots. Really? Yeah, it was hard. Come on, I, man. I, I, be- I beat it, but it took a long time. And after that, I think I stopped playing for a little bit. I was like, I need to take a little bit of a break. <laughs> I, I'm on the third world. I haven't beat the third world. Okay. Yeah, I was I'm... first world, like first, first. I think it's the very first mission you do. <laughs> it was like, the man, <laughs> I was like, oh, this is really hard. <laughs> I, I'm you really rage bad. quit the carrots? Also, the platformers are my jam. Yeah, I mean, I also, I think I need to hook up a controller when I play it too. Like it's oh, hard yeah. for me to play a, a hard game and then on a keyboard and mouse that I'm not used to playing on. Oh, that was really difficult. So maybe that's I need to switch it, hook a controller up. That might help yeah. me a lot. Yeah, use a controller for sure because that's like that's like make a break. Hmm. Okay, I might need to go back because it looks. That's the thing when I played it, I'm like, this game's so beautiful. I love the music. Like the whole aesthetic is really fun, really awesome. I'm like, it's really stinking hard. Yeah. Uh, a new Gears game? I'd want to see a new Gears game. Already? I mean, I just after want the whole Gears 5? Want... Oh, yeah. Especially after okay. Gears 5. The way that game ended, I'm like, come on. I need, I need, like, Gears 4 was kind of like a lull in, like, the story. And then Gears 5, like, ramped it up to, like, 100. Hmm. It's like, okay. Because, like, the Gears 4 ended, you're like, oh, dang, the next one could be really good. It's like, just like, you played through Gears 4, and, like, it was really boring, and then the end came, and you're like, that was actually a really good ending. Big major plot twist five really capitalized on that plot twist mm. and then at the end of five you have to make some decisions and you're like that are like game altering decisions like whatever's gonna happen in the next game oh shoot yeah like it's very yeah. mass effecty in that way or so i'm like oh jeez. like now i'm <laughs> like I- i'm in i gotta find out what happens next so if they announce a gear six i'd be really really appreciative Dang. I feel like that's so soon though. Like that's you, you get like a logo is all you're getting for that one. <laughs> oh yeah, probably, it'll probably be a couple more years. But, but dang, crazy. I didn't. I got about halfway through that one, I think, too, and just I don't know. PC games are just Big hard gamer. for me to stick with. No, it's 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 I'm those sorry. PC games are hard to stick with, especially like because I tried it. I was like, I just need to learn how to use keyboard and mouse. It is so hard for me because I've just always played controller my whole life. So yeah, I, play, I was on PC Game Pass. I need to just bite the ball and hook up a controller because it's cap it's compatible yeah. with DualShock 4 controllers. I don't know why I don't just do it. Yeah. Sure do. Stop, it. stop whining like a little baby. I don't know. Oh, I just, keyboard. In the moment, in the moment, I just don't think of it. In my, in my head, it's like, I got to be a purist. I got to play in the PC. In the I'm moment, like, you don't think of it? Like the moment you're like, I hate this keyboard. I wish I had a controller. <laughs> in the moment, I'm just like, this is hard. I don't know why. And then I just turn it off. That's what This happens. is nothing like a controller. I wish I had one. <laughs> you know what you know what i think it's time for the next news story this one is uh kind of uh it's, it's another two-parter um let's start with uh which one should we start with let's start with the original one here's the original okay. kind of one that came out so this is the one i introduced just right before the show there the the verge article so NBA 2K21's PS5 and Series X versions will cost $69.99, hinting at a next-gen price jump. Is $70 a new standard for the Xbox Series X and PlayStation 5? So this, this and this, this story here has layers. So we're this. That's not even the craziest thing about this story. Uh, we'll get to it here. 2K Games has announced that it'll sell the next-gen PS5 and Xbox Series X versions uh, for $69.99, a $10 increase. 
And it's the first indication that the Xbox Series X and PlayStation 5 may be bringing a price increase from the standard $60 that major video games have been sold at for years when they arrived this fall. Most video games have been sold at $60 price since the 7th gen console era of the 360, PS3, and Nintendo Wii, which was a $10 price increase from the $50 standard that had preceded it. Uh, but if uh, 2K21 is any indication, the $60 era is about to be over. I'm assuming other game studios follow 2K games, 2K games lead here. So scrolling down here, so that's part of the story. The other part is the whole pricing structure for the Mamba Forever edition and uh, the other various editions of uh, 2K21 that they're selling here. So let me zoom in on this stupid little graphic. It's impossible to see. Um, here it is. So this is the most bizarre thing ever. Doesn't really make any sense. Um, 2K21. If you want it for PS4, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, PC, and Stadia, it will be $59.99, $60, right? Um, and if you want the Series X version and PS5 version, it's $70. If you... Now, this is what blew my mind, is because so far we've seen, what, Madden 21 and a lot of other games talk about how smart delivery on Xbox is just a thing. It's going to be free. Everyone's kind of giving it. Cyberpunk's mm -hmm. already talking about you'll get like an upgraded version. A lot of people are talking that. 2K21 comes out and they're just like, hey, we don't give a crap about what everyone else is doing. If you want to buy the PS4, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, PC, or Stadia version, um, or I, tech, I guess technically the PS4 and the Xbox One version, and you want to get that upgrade, we're going to charge you for it. But we're disguising it as a special edition. <laughs> so it's a 2K21 Mamba Forever edition, which, I mean, looks sick, by the way. Like, the art is great. And it has it comes with all sort of all sorts of really cool stuff, you know, commemorating Kobe Bryant. But that is the only way to get um, the PS5 and Xbox Series X version. And even then, you only get the base version. You don't get the special edition version. When I first read that, I was like, "Wait, what?" So you're going to charge you 100 bucks in order to get this upgrade. They're going to upcharge you for that that upgrade, and then you don't even get like the special edition version like that seems so crazy to me um wow. and then uh impressively me messed up yeah no 100 percent. and then <coughs> in order, and then there's two different versions of the mama forever edition there is a so you can get the ps4 version of the mama forever edition to get the ps5 base version or you can get the ps5 mama forever edition which has a different cover and everything and what you do is they'll give you the base version of the ps4 version so either way, you're just like, if you want the special edition for both, you're spending 200 bucks. Yeah, no thanks. And just the... Sorry, go ahead, Zitch. I was saying no thanks. Yeah, well, I was just going to... just I wanted to comment real quick just on the... just on the basis of the $10 increase. I think that, like, a lot of people kind of already expected the $10 increase with the PS5 and, and the X-Series coming out. 15 mm -hmm. years is a long time to be at $60. I don't think yeah. that it's unreasonable to come up ten dollars oh, yeah. or you know paying seventy dollars yeah. for i would do that for the last of us i mean and and i'm sure you would have done that for death stranding it's yeah. they're these triple a titles they're putting a lot of effort and money and they're not getting a whole lot of return from them 
So there's a lot of hours being put into into making these games. So I don't I don't think ten dollars on the offset. I don't like what two K twenty one is doing. That's kind of yeah. bogus. But but that's I kind think of what the, the oh sorry. No, I was just thinking the the ten dollar increase. I think we all kind of expected it. It I'm surprised it hasn't already happened over the last couple of years. I think they're just kind of waiting on it for the new generation that's coming out. Yeah, and that's kind of what the next article was was about. It's kind of like at, this is so the two K twenty one deal as kind of tone deaf and crazy as that whole thing is because there's like a much better way they could have gone about that. I mean. Other people have already done it better. Like EA's already kind of got it figured out, and some other companies, um, uh, which is surprising. EA kind of did something right for once. <laughs> yeah. Like they had they, and even then, like they did it, but they had a t- weird time frame on it, and people complained enough that they fixed it and said, "Okay, fine, you can you can upgrade all the way up until the next one comes out next year," kind of thing. So they've even like they're doing way better than anyone else out there for the yeah. whole upgrade thing. And then for two K to come out, is just like, what the heck were you thinking? Um, but yeah, no, as far as, yeah, what JJ was saying there, spot on. That's what the next article is from gamesindustry.biz. Other publishers are now considering raising game prices for PS5, Xbox Series X. Um, so there's a um, quote in here I wanted to read um, that for some reason I can't find it now. I can I can find it in the subheader here. So it says cost of development has increased between 200% and 300% while game prices have remained flat. And I think that was an article or a, a, a quote from Phil Spencer, if I remember right. Um, or no, I'm I'm wrong. That was uh, uh, IDG president and CEO Yoshio Osaki. Actually, says that it says the next gen console game production costs have increased by 200 to 300 percent depending on the IP, studio, and genre. Uh, but the prices have remained at 59.99 meanwhile cinema ticket prices have risen 39 percent netflix subscription costs have gone up 100 percent cable tv packages have risen by 105 percent even with the increase to 69.99 for next gen that price increase from 2005 to 2020 next gen is only up 17 percent far lower than the other comparisons mm. while the cost of development and publishing have gone up and pricing and other entertainment verticals have also gone up substantially so i'm right there with you jj yeah like as far as like the price mm. going up is bound to happen and it needs to happen like technology is getting more expensive to work with the quality of games over the last 15 years has just exponentially like grown i feel like as far as like technology and even like the way storytelling is like look at any sony game like the cinematic kind of storytelling that they do in there um it's bizarre um yeah, and they're charging I, I really like 60 bucks a game out. yeah oh i'm sorry i was just going to tell you that i i actually feel bad that i I spoiled this part of the article. I probably should have read those things when you sent them to me, but I'm going to be honest, Garrett, Zetch. I never read the articles. I know. I know you guys are shocked. I know. (laughs) I know. I know you guys are shocked. I just, I roll with the punches, man. I I like to, I like to take in information and just give it back. You know, that's how I do things. So uh, I didn't mean to ruin your article thing there, Garrett, uh, but man, I'm really smart, huh? I know. Do that's what I was you, gonna bro. say. You should. You shouldn't have said anything because uh, really, it just made you seem smart. Because because you agreed with GameIndustry.biz. So yeah, you know, you're all over. You, okay. You, you, you didn't yeah. do a very good job of rolling with it right then. So <laughs> you got to yeah, roll yeah. it the next time. Next the other time. way. <laughs> you win some and you lose some. All I gotta say is at least I don't got the COVID like Zetch. You know what I mean? <laughs> 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 oh man, yeah. But so I. 
as far as the pricing is concerned, yeah, I mean, I think we're probably on consensus. I don't know Zetch hasn't said much. Like we're all pretty, yeah, pretty okay yeah. with the price jump. But that's because he's burning up with fever right now. I know. <laughs> Come on, so hot. I got the chills, guys. But yeah, what is 2K doing over there? And okay, so do we think because EA, even though they what they did originally was pretty great and pretty spot on already with the whole Madden, like hey, you get the upgrade until like March or April um, of next year as long as you purchase it by then. Um, and they self-corrected even with that minor flub they had. Do you think 2K21 buckles to the vocal, you know, people on the social media, or do you think they just like, screw it. Like we make so much money. Who cares? <laughs> There's a chance they could. Yeah. I think they'll, I mean, buckle, depend- uh, I feel like nowadays people are so much more in tune to what their social sentiment is online. And what's the, you know what people are kind of the feedback that they're getting that it's pretty easy for them to pivot i mean unless there's def unless there's some sort of like pricing issues that they're having internally like with licensing and not being able to do certain things with the special edition that they just can't change um you know there's that aspect of it too yeah. but i mean yeah who knows the, the biggest thing with 2k21 is it's known for being this riddled with microtransactions like last year they had a literal slot machine in there like the year that like microtrans <laughs> like everyone was freaking out about all That's these right. like loot boxes and 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 uh and microtransactions in 2k20 was like hey by the way we got a slot machine you can just pull the thing and see what you get you might get garbage sorry <laughs> they, they didn't care like that's what makes me think like who yeah. they might not care they might not change the price just because they're like we don't care. Like you cried about loot boxes. We added a slot machine. You're crying about the price. We might jack it up higher. Like, I don't know. Like they <laughs> seem like that kind of company so far, at least with the 2K series, the, the yeah, NBA series. NBA. So yeah, no, that's I been in Bioshock know. yet. So I don't know. It's bizarre. So we'll see. Okay. We will have to wait and see. Um, and we have yeah. one last news story here. Uh, this one won't take too long. This is just a little, I'm excited for this. Um, I don't know who else is. No one else has brought it up. Maybe Zetch. Wait, wait. Is this the stupid one about Hideo Kojima? <laughs> no, oh, we no, did you, that one. No, you did that one earlier. Never mind. Never yeah, mind. Like, sorry. <laughs> sorry. A couple Garrett, articles, sorry, Garrett. articles too late. Yeah. Garrett, edit that out. Just go ahead. I'm sorry about that. I just got edit. Edit. Just edit that out. I'll cut it. I'll cut it. Okay. Okay. Uh, so this comes from Tech Radar, Fallout TV show on Amazon Prime. So. Uh, as if the real world apocalypse going on around us wasn't enough, you'll soon be able to get the end of the world kicks from a Fallout TV adaptation coming to the Amazon Prime video streaming service. Um, uh, yes, the veteran irradiated RPG game series is getting the big budget Hollywood treatment following in the footsteps of the recently confirmed Last of Us TV show uh, with several games worth of lore to pick from a totally varied universe to dive into and potential for some epic Mad Max-like set pieces this is certainly an announcement to be quietly excited about, especially once you factor in the production talent tied in to make the post-nuclear world a reality. So they have, um, the way this article is laid out was not great, so I kind of wish I chose a different one. It is going to be an Amazon Prime original, so Amazon's producing it, uh, which they make some some decent stuff. Uh, I mean, great I did stuff. You, did you guys watch Men in the High Castle? Yeah, Yes. that's great. It's an excellent show. Yep. Yeah. It makes some really um, good stuff. Hannah? You watch Hannah? That's the one I, I keep seeing it pop up. I haven't watched that one. Well, it's really Marvel boring. But like Maisel? the action okay. is really good. Okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. my wife's watched Marvelous Miss cool, cool, Maisel. Cool. She loved Marvelous 
Maisel. Okay, yeah, I've heard great ones about that too. Um, yeah, honestly, I haven't watched a ton of Amazon Prime originals. I just, I feel like I hear about a lot of great quality through there, but not a lot of the thick content so far has grabbed my attention. So I haven't watched a lot personally. Um, but seeing this, I'm like, well, heck yeah, watch I need the to boys? check this out. See, that's one you talked about, and I never, I never jumped in to watch it. Come on, watch I mean, that, that's, the boys. That's something that like I need to watch, and Trudy will never watch. And if I'm watching TV, she's watching TV. Ergo, I will never get to watch. TV You're literally boys. staring at a computer screen with headphones on. So you, you can want go me to in come here, hide in my office. I'm gonna go play video games. What are you games. doing? What are you doing now? What's the difference? I'm you recording a podcast. You want me to watch the show while we're recording the podcast? <laughs> what are you doing in there when you're not doing your co- co- podcast? You're playing games. There's no difference between you playing the game and you watch a TV show. Mm-hmm. It just feels weird to watch a show. It's not that weird. Just do it. I, boys. I'm cur- the boys. I'm currently in a closet watching a show while I'm doing the podcast. So I just want you to know. Okay, that makes right. a lot more sense. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, so the as far as the creators, they are bringing on, for some reason they just mentioned their last names, Nolan and Joy. Don't know why we don't have their first names, but there you go. Uh, <laughs> it drew upon games as inspiration for Westworld. It's two people who, who directed Westworld, particularly Red, Red, Red Dead Redemption and Bioshock which was apparent in the rules of the park and its world building. The idea of them making a show set in the universe of a game series makes a lot of sense to us. So for those of you who loved Westworld from HBO there, uh, they're they're totally going to be writing up a Fallout show. I'm really excited. I don't know what it will look like, what it will entail, obviously, because there's a lot of games with like a lot of different areas and storylines, stuff like that. But um as soon as i read that part where it's just like the mad max-esque kind of like uh, uh set pieces and stuff like that that sounds so freaking cool like some dude just walking up in big old power armor and like mowing a bunch of people down like that sounds so fun but are you guys i mean jj i know you're not a big fallout fan but no. i know you that you played a little bit like fallout 76 and you played the, the older ones obviously like, are you excited about yeah. this at all? Or you just kind of like, eh, it's... Oh, man, I don't know. Like, I just got to see it. Like, Westworld, I dug Westworld, so there's a chance I might really like it. Um, it's just tough with video games, you know what I mean? Like, it's... Mm-hmm. Like, gaming is so... Like, I'm even kind of, like, apprehensive of Last of Us show, too, because I'm like... Mm-hmm. When you play a game, there's different emotions, there's different... Like, for example, if you play a game like Mass Effect, Right. For me personally, I put my the decisions I make and the things that I do, I pre- kind of project my personality on that character. You know? Yeah. So I guess it can make more sense with something like Fallout 7, like Fallout, because there is no main protagonist, just kind of like a world that they're setting the world stage around. Right. So, so we'll see. I'm, I'm, I'm cool. I'm cool with it. I don't have any, I think it's going to be good. I think, yeah. Amazon, does a good job of their shows as long as the production value is there and they're willing to drop down the coin to make it feel like fallout yeah that's that's key like yeah. it's it's gonna take some work like I, I just hope they don't phone it in i hope they actually like will go the extra mile to have like those little touches that like the fallout fans will be like oh my gosh they did yeah. that like that's so freaking cool the thing with the um, fallout universe is that it's not it's kind of it walks this weird line between being like super dark and depressing and then a little wacky yeah, which I feel it could be really hard to do in in 
in film potentially. If they but... stick with like Fallout one, two, and three, and maybe four parts of four, they should be mm-hmm. okay. Just don't don't use seventy six. Just because seventy six was like way more on the wacky side because it was like, well, mm-hmm. open world, go do whatever you want, you know. Where yeah. like three and four had like these much deeper, richer stories um, that right. you could kind of follow. And the other thing too is like I don't know if Fallout's really like a world that people want to see. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's not like like for example, it's got like weird like time travely stuff that is like makes like no real sense. The kind of stuff you just brush under the rug because you're like, okay, well, it makes I gotta suspend my disbelief. You know, where if you're gonna make a true Fallout story, which has been done a hundred bajillion times, like. I don't know. I just, I'm kind of interested to see how they're going to be able to adapt it to a much wider audience outside yeah. of the fans. Yeah, because that's the other thing. They don't want to just make a show for the fans. Like it has to if they want to make money, it has to appeal to everyone. Yeah, it'll be interesting how they kind of walk that line and make it worth watching for those people who have no idea what Fallout is. <laughs> yeah. But, so we'll see. Yeah. I'm excited about it. It'd be cool. Well, yeah. maybe not excited, but I'm interested in it to see how it's going to unravel and come up totally come to fruition. i like that when you talked about last of us's tv show a little bit better so wait, why don't we just talk about that more i mean there's not much more to talk about well, it's gonna be on hbo i just want to i just want to talk about it yeah okay. that's, that's a show that i don't know if i'm gonna watch man that's gonna be some dark heavy stuff yeah yeah Especially that after like yeah, playing I mean, through the Last of Us Part Two, it's like I can't imagine what they're gonna like. The first one's already hard, and like heavy and dark, and then the second one is taken up a notch. It's like, oh, if they have a TV show and it's like real people, it's like, oh boy, I don't know, I don't know about yeah. that. Might be a little much. Yeah. So, anyway. Alrighty, uh, I think it is time for us to do the ads for Patreon. Do 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 boo boo. Uh, so if, uh, you missed it at the beginning of the show, I said that we'd be talking about our Patreon, patreon.com slash super gamer boys. And we wanted to share with you all the very cool things you can get by supporting us over there. So you can go over to that link, check out our tiers. We have a $1 tier. You can support us for $1 a month and you will get our episodes early. You will get them ad free. That's right. Tonight, after we finish this recording, as fast as I possibly can, I will edit and get that MP3 uploaded to Patreon, get it out there. Um, I know it's usually late for a lot of you people, but there's some of you who work you know, graveyard shifts and you love getting to listen to it early. So <laughs> you're welcome, people who work graveyard shifts. Um, the rest of you get it first thing tomorrow morning, probably when you wake up. But uh, $1 a month, you can get that. And uh, that's very much appreciated helps a ton and we're so thankful for you just you know the one dollar supporters kind of the uh yeah fill in all the gaps that that need to be filled help me feel full you know it's like like the rice that makes sense yeah like the rice <laughs> i don't know where i'm going with that or the uh, fruity pebbles like the fruity i'm pebbles. very curious to oh. see where you were going to go with that because that was <laughs> that was interesting okay okay um next is the five dollar tier and uh, over there you can get our show notes early as well uh sometimes you get them two or three days before we record sometimes the night before because garrett is lazy and forgets 
Uh, but either way, you get them early, and then you can go in there and see exactly what we're going to talk about, and you can leave your own. Uh, it, you know the general points we're going to talk about. Who knows what JJ is going to come up with? There, there's no way to script that. There's no scripting JJ. Uh, <laughs> but uh, you can go in there and leave your own comments, concerns, questions, thoughts on all the news articles we're doing. On you know, comment on what we've been playing on our topic or question of the show. It's uh, a lot of fun. Uh, you know, every couple of weeks we'll have someone chime in there. Uh, Derek will write in there sometimes. So it's a lot of fun to hear from those guys. So um, go check us out, five dollar level or above, or yeah, or above. You get that, uh, and then the ten dollar level, you get the sponsor level. You get a shout on the show, just like Bill Bird, Julie Bates, Dustin Long, Brent Fox that we mentioned earlier. Um, as well as all the previous rewards, and then the top dog tier, $15 a month, just like our Patreon producer, Adrian Holmes. You get all the stuff we mentioned already, plus you get to pitch a show segments. Uh, if you want us to do what we did that, uh, um, the Final Fantasy is having one, the Final Fantasy one that yeah. I missed because I was... Build uh, your own Final Fantasy crew. Yes, I forget what we called it. Uh, Oh, JJ's just gone just like that. Okay. Fetish. He was sick. Sick of the ad. Um, uh, what the heck is the magic stuff called? We need Holy your cow. money to bring JJ back. Yes. Go support <laughs> us right now to bring JJ back. Uh, but no, if you want to be part of the show, actually help us build this show uh, and give us cool segments, cool questions, cool whatever. Throw us news articles. Um, you have our ear all at, at all times. So that's basically what that gets you is you have direct access uh, to us. And uh, we'll uh, take take those segments uh, a little more seriously and work alongside you. And who knows, maybe you'll be on the show one time. Adrian was on the show before. He was awesome. I'd love to have him back sometime. Um, but yeah, that is it. Remember, patreon.com slash supergamerboys. And uh, now it is time to get back to the show. Okay, so we're not. back from the ad. All right, and I and I guess uh, no, not enough people went and supported us on Patreon. So JJ's still not back yet. He's so still gone. Remember, you need to go Patreon.com. <laughs> I wonder if his that. phone died or something. Probably, I would almost bet money that he forgot to plug that thing in. Uh but that's fine because he would was you bet a dollar a month. I would bet fifteen dollars a month. <laughs> <laughs> And you should too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so new releases from this last week. Marvel's Iron Man VR came out on PlayStation VR on July 3rd. And Superliminal on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Switch on July 7th. That VR game got such bad reviews. <laughs> Did it really? Some bad reviews. Oh. Dude, got I like, actually didn't even... I think I was reading like a Verge article and they gave it like a two. Oh no. <laughs> like, like we can't. We can't even. It was like a two out of five. I need to look it up because from what I saw on Twitter. Oh, hang on. JJ is calling me on the other line. Uh, I don't know what just happened. I tried to decline JJ's call and instead it answered it, even though I hit the decline button. It like popped up and showed him. I tried to come back to Zetch and Zetch was gone. And then, oh, that was chaos. That was bananas. Gotta do some mad editing. Yeah, it'll be fine. A couple cuts, we're good Sorry. to go. Sorry. You good to go, JJ? I'm going to get back yeah, into what I was saying about... Uh, oh, I was looking up Iron Man VR. Uh, 
So it has on Metacritic a 74, uh, 6.5 out of 10 user score. So yeah, not great. Um, that's for sure. Uh, that's interesting because I feel like a lot of the people I saw on Twitter were generally not glowing, but more favorable. Like they're like, oh, it was like a really fun experience still. Um, but I, you're, I hadn't read any like full on reviews. So yeah, I very surprised to see here that, uh, yeah, it's not doing so hot, but yeah. If you want to be Iron Man for a couple hours. They said that the demo was basically everything that the game was when you do that over and over over again. That's not fun. Yeah. Cool experience. (laughs) And then it's like, oh, that's it. That's kind of all we got. You can eventually, you eventually can upgrade like some missiles and stuff like that and get like new mm -hmm. gear. But um, it wasn't, it wasn't the VR game that they were wanting. Dang. That stinks. Because that could have been super awesome, especially since like, yeah, it's a Sony first party, like for just for PSVR, like they were publishing it. Yeah. I think there'd be a lot more money involved, Marvel involved in there. <laughs> yeah. But that's a bummer. Yeah. Uh, it came, it's made by Camouflage. I'm trying to remember what else have they done? Probably nothing. Camouflage Game Studio. They have made... Uh, the only other game they've made is Republic back in 2013. The, oh, really? They did that? Yeah. Which was, from what I remember, that was kind of a fun game. That was a good game. It was a mobile I I, game. It got ported to like a bunch of different things, but yeah. It was on Android, Microsoft Windows, and Mac. Yeah. Yeah. It was like a weird like point-and-click type adventure game which is good not not that they're discredited it got really it was really well accepted yeah Um, but yeah surprised they went with the like creator of that developers developers yeah the developers who like i guess they it shows here they made a republic vr game that's interesting for steam they did it's on oculus Hmm. i'm like i would never want to play this (laughs) yeah very interesting but uh let's get into what you've been playing so how about uh, you go first, Zetch? Um, well, I've been playing... Uh, so s- for some of you that might know, some of you PC gamers out there know that Steam Summer Sale is in full swing. So hang on to your wallets because that money will fly out of there real quick. So I ended <laughs> up picking up Doom Eternal. Uh, it's a game I already beat and beat it on Xbox. Loved it to death. And the entire time I played it, I was like, man, I want to play this with a mouse and keyboard. And so it was on sale for like 30 bucks. I was like, ah, I'm doing it. And I am really happy with my decision. That game is really, really fun, especially especially being able to react as quickly as I want with the mouse and keyboard on there. So like it's able to I'm able to do more. So I'm actually playing it on a harder difficulty than I did on the Xbox one. I'm playing it on um, uh, Hurt Me Plenty, I think, whatever the second to the last difficulty setting is. And it's it's pretty it's pretty fun it's oh my gosh it's so good graphics are good i can't wait for them they're saying that it's going to support ray tracing soon so once oh, that happens i'll dude. be i'll be super pumped about it that's um, insane now do you have a graphics card that's capable of i have a 1070 I have a gtx 1070 so yeah okay nice. it's like it's like fake rtx right right, right. fake ray but, tracing but but still <laughs> yeah i tried it on call of duty and um yeah there's a difference yeah it looks phenomenal <laughs> like it is uh it's definitely um 
like everything that everything they're saying about it look it's definitely worth it it's really cool that's awesome yeah Dude. And so i'm set i i was actually looking at graphics cards this weekend thinking oh i really want to get into ray tracing and i'm doing research like i have that card <laughs> how come it's not how come i can't get it set and so you have to go into like the settings of the game to adjust it and it's only on specific games apparently they're not all games support ray tracing so i didn't know that so huh. that's what i learned interesting dang and, that's cool yeah and then, now uh, okay. now there, there's probably a difference between because i have a 1070 in my laptop but it's probably different between a mobile one and, and the desktop version right probably the same so. thing you think yeah oh man so i might have ray tracing on mine dang okay carry on yeah <laughs> that got me all excited i know you gotta check it out <laughs> i need, I need to so research good. that now <laughs> yeah Go in. So if you have Call of Duty Modern Warfare on, mm-hmm. or even like Shadow of the Tomb Raider, which you can get, I think that one's on sale right now too. That one has ray tracing as well. That game looks so good too. Oh my gosh. Um, then you just go into like the settings and you turn on uh, like NVIDIA, uh, like NVIDIA highlights you turn on, and then you, you can turn on, um, they have some weird name for it, but basically, yeah, you'll figure it out. It's just ray okay. tracing. Huh. So, yeah. Sweet. Um, so I've been playing through that again. And then I'm playing. I'm at the end of Final Fantasy VII remake. I'm on chapter 17, towards like the middle of the chapter. Yeah. And um, yeah, I just met a certain special experiment um, in there. Okay. And so him and I are—he's one of my buddies now. And yeah, that game is just—oh my word! That game is—I gave Final Fantasy VII the original. I wouldn't say I gave a lot of crap to Final Fantasy VII. Okay. A lot of people, especially our listeners, will probably argue with me and say that I did give a lot of crap. But if you really take a second and listen to what I said, what I said was that the game was overrated. I never said it was a bad game. I just said it was overrated. Final Fantasy VII Remake is very much rated. It is very, very on good. point, and it is really good. I wouldn't say it's a perfect 10 by any means, um, but it's definitely... if. If it wraps up the way I'm, I'm hoping it wraps up. It's definitely a solid nine hmm. uh, for me. So eight or eight and a half to a nine. Hmm. Uh, but it is, yeah. They're just there's they've added so much more depth every moment. Like that game, you just it's a hard. It's one of those games you play and you have a hard time putting down. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like you just kind of keep going. So. I know that's I I fell in love with. It. I mean I I had never really played completely through any Final Fantasy game. And seven, I had never even touched before, and so jumping into that, I, I was so pleasantly surprised. I'm like, oh man, I'm in for this. I'm loving it. Yeah, <laughs> like it's it was so fantastic. I I loved it so much. Yeah, but, that game's a lot cool. darker than I thought it was gonna be. That game is hmm. pretty heavy. Yeah, but no, I, can... I mean, I I don't have anything compared to the original, but I was like, oh man, like this is intense. <laughs> yeah. So, but, yeah, that's what I've been playing. Cool. Sometimes nice uh how about you jj what have you been playing well i have been playing the last of us too um as you probably already could guess and i have been carving out time here and there 45 minutes at a clip an hour here 25 minutes at a clip here i am thoroughly loving this game i know that it's gotten a whole lot of flack uh and i know i'm a big fanboy because i love last of us one i think going and playing last of us one was detrimental to how much I love this game now. I think that anybody who who plays this game should definitely, if they haven't played The Last of Us, the original, should go and do like a little refresher. 
spend a spend a week or two uh, going back through the original game because it just adds so much depth to the story that's being told in two. I know it gets a whole lot of flack, but let's not worry about all the things that are questionable or uh, or make you go like, oh, there there there's a there's meaning behind it, and I don't agree with the meaning. Um, it's very easy because. I don't agree with the the subliminal meaning behind a lot of the game either. Um, but what I do agree with is the beautiful vistas, the amazing graphics, and the story that I'm being told. I'm enjoying it for what it is. Is it brutal? Absolutely. It is completely brutal. If that's not your thing, don't get this game. Because this game is, is super brutal. But it's also heart-wrenching. Some of the mm. things that you go through that you're playing as characters having to make some choices that maybe aren't easy choices. Uh, there's, there's quite a bit of that through this thing. And the clickers this time around are so much more scary, terrifying. so much more realistic. It is completely terrifying. Playing in the dark, playing in the dark, get a good hit pair of headsets or get, get some yes. surround sound going on and tell me that when you're being attacked by runners and clickers, that you're not freaking the F out. I'm telling you, like, it is unreal how scary some of that stuff is. Yeah, but I'm, but I'm loving it. I don't want to do a spoiler thing. I know that Garrett is playing it too. Um, one thing is I stayed away from all spoilers when this game came out, and I, I was really very strongly felt I don't want to have anything ruined for me. And I heard a little little pieces of snippets of stuff Nothing has been ruined for me with this game. I've enjoyed it tremendously. Uh, this is the game that uh, I was hoping that it would be. And it's just been phenomenal. And I hope that once Garrett gets done with it, that uh, we, I know we have a couple of uh, people who listen to the show and are very active in our Discord. I think it would be wonderful if we were to possibly, in the next couple of weeks after everybody's done playing it, going and doing maybe a special uh, episode of the Super Gamer Boys where we're just talking like about with spoilers, with spoilers, absolutely, yeah, doing The Last of Us, and so because some people Zetch more than likely will never play the game, but it would it would probably be cool <laughs> to hear. <laughs> but but well, I did say uh, that, so and I did say I'm not a liar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I, I just mean, it, but but I'm sure you'd want to listen to an episode where everybody was talking about it and getting different perspectives on why people enjoyed it or didn't. You know, so yeah, so I look yeah, forward yeah. to doing that. But but you've been playing this week. What's your impression, Garrett? Yeah, so I had had quite a bit spoiled for me, not intentionally. It was one of those things where it was during when all those leaks were happening. Scrolling through Twitter, it was just a minefield. I should have just deleted the app, but instead I thought I could uh, run across the fields without uh, watching my step. <laughs> Boy, did I step on a lot of mines. Um, but uh, I uh, even with all that man moments have still hit just as hard whether it be a, a sad experience or there's even like uh there's been a couple moments that are happier more positive and let me tell you like i don't know if i've ever been like games make me emotional that's something like over the last couple of years on the podcast like i've i've realized more and more like god of war spider-man like even death Stranding. like there's games that are like oh man that really hit um i've never been this emotional during a game like playing it and seeing 
like, yeah, I don't want to spoil anything, but let me just tell you, like, even knowing when things are going to happen or what may be leading up to, it does not take away at all to the buildup and like how the story hits emotionally. I'm like, holy smokes, like this is like tears of joy, tears of sadness, tears of everything in between. And just like, or this feeling that tightness in your chest is like, holy smokes, like, are you kidding me right now? Like, it's, it's bizarre, like how emotional, I, like the range of emotions that you feel playing this game, even having major things spoiled. And so um, I, I'm loving it. I was able to put a huge dent in it this weekend because uh, well, I just started staying up late. I'm like, you know what? I got this copy. I'm going to make it count. We had a long three-day weekend for <laughs> 4th of July. We had an extra day off of work. So I was staying up till like two, three o'clock in the morning playing the same game. Um, I didn't quite catch up to you, JJ. I think I'm still a little bit behind you. I think I'm like eight hours in now, um, which I know you probably, you guys were all thinking I put in like all these late night hours. I'm probably like 15 <laughs> hours in, 20 hours in. No, I'm only eight. So that's after putting two long nights, I'm only eight hours in, but that's the life of a dad. Um, but uh, dude, like, I just get so lost in the world. It's like, that's the other thing. I'm, so not only has the story been not what I expected, like I really, I even talked about it a couple of weeks ago. I was just like, I'm excited to play this game one day, but I didn't feel like I had to play it. Like I was like, I can wait. I originally was like, I can wait. I need to play it on PS5. And then I did the playthrough the first one and then played the DLC left behind. And I'm like, oh no, no, I need to play this one a little sooner. Like I, there's a lot of stuff at the end there. I did not remember. Like I needed to play through the first one that got my, the juices going and then playing through this. I'm like, this is not what I expected at all. Like nothing. Like you hear all the things that people, um, like have issues with the story. Uh, uh, and it's just like, I don't know. Like I, I obviously we haven't beaten the game yet. I haven't seen that yet so far. I've been pleasantly surprised with at least, I mean, and everyone's taste is different, though. So, like, what someone person says, like, oh, that was horrible storytelling. Maybe I'm just an idiot, and I'm like, I think it's great. Like, I love it. Like, maybe I just am too and too used to eating trash. I guess I don't know. I'm just like <laughs> fine with it. I'm just like I'm great. Like, I'm just the video game raccoon here. I'll eat all the all your garbage. Um, <laughs> um, That's a good point. That's a good point, actually. But but for me, I'm I I'm absolutely loving it. But yeah, the world's like I was surprised at how. Um, open some areas would be and even just yeah just in general like it's just such a beautiful like uh uh environment they've built and there's so much storytelling in the world so like when, when you do when any of you guys do play it out there like take your time like there's times where maybe a mission would have taken me a lot quicker but like i got sidetracked for like an hour just like exploring different areas and rooms and finding notes and i've been reading every time i pick up a letter I'm reading it and it's, I'm getting so much more out of like the world story, just reading every single scrap of piece of paper you pick up. And it's, it's great. Like it just really caught me off guard. Cause I know I was kind of like not poo pooing it, but I'm like, I'm fine. I don't need to play this one. Like JJ stoked for it. You get it. And then, boy, I turned around after playing the first one and then even more so now that I'm playing it. I'm like, no, I, I'm glad I'm playing it now. Like I needed to play this like along, like while it's coming out before, um, I either lose, you know, before I, I become maybe even more jaded and disinterested into with time possibly depending on what more things come out about and people complain about it um and i want to play be able to play with jj like it's been fun to actually be able to talk to you like you're like hey where are you at yeah. and tell you things it, and it, be like you know what like, that for, for real that has been one of the cooler things because normally when we when we play games we're not doing it concurrently 
it's normally you playing it first and then me or vice versa. So it's been really neat to be able to say, where are you at? And oh my gosh, I love that part, you know, and talking about it like this or do, what did you think about this? So mm -hmm. it, that's been really, a really interesting thing to be able to play it while you're playing it as well. Yeah. So I highly recommend it, but like JJ said, go play the first one first. Like even if you've just played the last couple of years, even I feel like it really added so much more to do it back to back like that, like within a couple of days, like beating the first uh, one, mm -hmm. playing the last of us DLC or the left left behind uh, DLC there. And then going right in the second one. That's been, it's been a, a ride these last couple of weeks. Let me tell you. <laughs> yeah, I'm, a, but, I'm uh, about 13 hours in. So you're, you're at about eight. I'm about 13 or 14 hours in. And I think that a game all told is around 35 to 40 hours. Kind of depends on yeah it's kind of an average time yeah yeah well it's probably going to take me a lot longer than that so just say well you better pick up the pace if we want to do a spoiler cast right all righty well let's get into the topic of the show here um so this one brought to you by our very own zetch keenan um he uh he pitched this to us and I was like, yes, this is good. We need to do this. It is now about halfway through the year. So we need to discuss. And JJ, I realize you didn't read the show notes. So you have no idea. Oh, no, I know because I, I nope, but I, I can already tell you what it is because okay. I, I pay I very forgot. heavy attention to discord. I forgot. So. Yeah, you actually are in the discord by supergamervoice.com slash discord. If you want to join us over there, uh, but our top, five games of the year so far for 2020 so games that have come out in 2020 i know the games you know year's not over yet but for this first half of the year games that you've played this year that have i guess come out this year is the idea what are your guys's top five uh zetch let's start with you okay starting from number five going to my number one okay mm. number five valorant Mm. Okay, that okay. game is a very clever class-based FPS, and it doesn't disappoint. That game is very nuanced in so many different ways that it 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 is definitely a game that is too competitive for me to be mm. able to take the time to get good at. But actually, playing from what I have played of it, it is one of the best. Uh, I actually put it up there. Probably it's probably actually better than overwatch in some ways just because it requires a lot more skill wow to play than uh overwatch, overwatch is great because because anybody can kind of play overwatch and have fun but valorant is very much a skill-based class-based shooter yeah uh number four ori and the will of the wisps ah. oh man that game is gorgeous that game is so beautiful and the platforming is so well dialed that game is like a on me that game hits a nine that's that's a that's a nine. That game is so right. the storytelling is so well done, so emotional for like not having any real dialogue between characters, just narrated at points. But the emotion that's... is so well illustrated that you gotta you 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 get into it. It's it's phenomenal. Is that one you need to play the first one? Like I should play the first one because that's on. I saw the first one's on Game Pass. Oh, they both are, but. Should you play I the feel, first one? Because I feel like I almost jumped into Will of the Wisp. I'm like, oh, the first one's on Game Pass. I should play through that. They're like, kind of standalone stories. You'll understand okay. what Ori is if you play the first one. 
because yeah. Ori is Ori one Ori in the Blind Forest kind of explains who how Ori has these different like abilities and all this kind of stuff, and so Ori in the Will of the Wisps is him kind of trying out Bad's buddy. Okay. So and it's like it's very much about brotherhood and or I guess in this case sisterhood <laughs> since hmm. Ori is the boy and the person trying to help kind of like a sister. But anyway, okay. friendship um, is really the underlying tone of that game. It's beautifully told. It's awesome. Uh, number three, and this was where things get really tight. By number three and my number two slot are really tight. My number one is like a mile. Like nothing's going to take number one. But number two and three. Uh, number three came in Final Fantasy VII Remake. Okay. Got my number three slot. And I've already kind of mentioned it a little bit earlier on the show. That, that game is just really, really, really good. Uh, Doom Eternal. Number two, nice. Uh, I, I am, you bought it twice. So I bought yeah. it twice. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it has to be on the list. <laughs> yeah. That game is one of the funnest first person shooters I've ever played. And like, I can't put it. You're talking about games that you can't put down Doom Eternal. Like, I have a hard time just like walking away from it. Like, that game is Dang. so addicting. It's such an adrenaline rush. So many different ways you get to combo. Like your skill sets and your guns and your ability. Oh my gosh, it's so well done. Platforming. That game is so good. Um, mm. uh, story wise, I mean, it's also really fun too. Just being this. I mean, I can't do that in real life. Just blowing can't, stuff up. Yeah, I can't be a. I'm not looked at as like, oh, he's Zetch. He's a pretty BA dude. No, I'm not. <laughs> but in Doom, Doom on the other hand, I'm very BA and it feels great. <laughs> yes. Uh, that's awesome. And then uh, number one, Half-Life Alex. Uh, yeah. Half-Life okay. Alex is my number one. You guys can have your Last of Us too. Uh, Half-Life Alex is the pinnacle of gaming experiences. I know. In, I'm going to play it so bad. In anything. Like, there's there's nothing that can compare to the greatness of Half-Life Alex. The feeling, the music, the emotions, uh, the puzzle solving. Buddy. I have another buddy who has a, an Oculus Rift. I should have. He, he like never uses it. Like it sits in a box in his closet. I should totally what? ask him if I could borrow it. Yeah, borrow that. I, I want to play it so bad. Yeah, <laughs> it looks so amazing. Everything you've talked about, I'm like, oh man, I'd probably easily be on my list. But oh. ah, I need to try it. Just the mechanics of like reloading your gun. Like when you're in the middle of like a firefight and like you know anything, you're just like oh tap X to reload and it does the thing. It's like no, this is like you got guys coming at you. You're shooting your gun. You're out of bullets. You got to eject the mag, grab a cup, put it in, load the chamber, and then start shooting again. And have hope you played, that you're uh, not dead by then. Yeah. Have you played Arizona Sunshine on Oculus VR? Uh-uh. Okay. It's a super janky, like, wave-fighting zombie, zombie game. game. Yeah, I've seen it. Um, But it has the same exact mechanics for shooting. That's, that's the one I played on my buddy's Rift. Like, you played Arizona Sunshine, and you have, like, your one hand you can have a flashlight and the other one you can have a gun so you're kind of like doing like this type of thing with a pistol or whatever uh, and uh and if you want or you can have it like set on your 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 chest or whatever like that like a little clip but uh yeah like that was always the most terrifying thing these zombies coming at you and you're just like trying to figure out how to do the clip thing so yeah i couldn't imagine like in a, in a full-on like game mode like that was just like a wave fighting kind of thing but yeah and like the thing about it though is is that like everything is like destructible so and like everything can be moved or used so so crazy like if you're you're like it's not like any other game where it's like you're kind of like boxed in to like certain mechanics you're like your Mm. imagination is your limitation so if you can 
figure out a way like, oh, okay, well, I know there's a guy behind there. Uh, I can chuck this bottle and think I'm over there. And then I can swing around and shoot him this way. But you actually have to physically do it. It's not like, you know, it's 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 right. so good. Like, you can't beat that. That's so cool. So anyway, that's awesome. Cool. Those are my top five. What do you guys got? Nice. So I didn't get to play as many games. Uh, I had some life altering stuff with my family happen at the beginning of the year. So I, the, I, I've only played a little bit of old games and then only a handful of the new games this year, but very easily. Number one is going to very easily be the last of us too. Um, and in second place, I hate to say it, probably the second best game that I played this year uh, that was new is uh, Resident Evil 3. I thought it was a good little story. The only thing that I really liked about it, though, um, it was a great little story. The thing that I liked about it was that it was kind of shorter than Resident Evil 2. Uh, I loved Resident Evil 2, but I felt like Resident Evil 2 was a really long game. And other than that, I haven't played any real new games. Um, I played a lot of old stuff. As far as games that have come out this year that I think are probably the best games that have come out this year. Final Fantasy VII looks really great. Um, I laughed about it in the beginning because uh, I'm just not that caliber of nerd. But I think the, the game looks really beautiful. And the gameplay that I've seen, it just looks really, really awesome. Um, and that's that's pretty much it. I don't really have anything else to to add unfortunately guys but i did see it on discord and i did think about it and i just don't i didn't get to play enough enough new games if you want to talk games from two years ago i'm just getting caught up (laughs) (laughs) no i mean you came into the the generation late so you have an excuse you know you didn't get a playstation until just a couple years ago yes Uh, so you had a lot of catch up to do there's a lot of good games on the ps4 and Um, man i've been trying to play all the good ones so heck yeah keep you just keep doing you jj <laughs> um so my list here i'm going to start with five um it kind of went back and forth for me uh but ultimately it was back and forth between resident evil 3 and dreams and eventually i landed on dreams uh <laughs> which may seem totally wild <laughs> but i don't know i was just so after years and years and years and years of them talking about like it was at the launch of the PS4 in 2013 or 2012, like before the PS4 came out, it was in one of the reveal trailers, like a little clip that was from Dreams. So this has literally been, you know, kind of seven, uh, yeah, like seven, eight years of just like, what the heck is Dreams going to be? And for it to come out and kind of be what people thought, but not at all what people thought and be so much more than what people thought. And at the same time, like, not, I don't know, it's was, it was this weird, like, thing where it's like everything and nothing at the same time. But there's just so much potential. Like, that's what shocked me is when I started going through the library of stuff people start been creating. Because uh, it came out early access last fall, November, December, I think. Um, and then came out fully in February this year. Um, so that's why I'm counting it for this year because it was officially released to the public out of early access with the, you know, campaign, story mode, everything like that. Um, and man, the library is so vast from the remakes of PT to completely original creations of like these amazing platformers or these cute little characters games that, and, and they work like it plays just fine. Like I would totally be fine playing like a six hour like platformer like that, uh, in dreams if someone made it, uh, there's also like 2d, like fun, like really 
fun like 2d type shooter games like galaga style or something like that like all sorts of really cool stuff people have built so dreams is amazing because there's just so much potential there that's what blew me away um and i'm interested to you know i, I do try to check in you know at least once a month uh, the last couple months here because i don't have, i've been playing other games but just to see what the top games are and people are still making stuff it's still pretty active surprisingly um number four call of duty Warzone. so i really 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 enjoyed that battle royale this year um or not even battle royale but like the war zone just as a whole and then actually more specifically uh um oh shoot i totally forgot what it's called pay payload that's what it's called um payload mode is so much stinking fun uh and just was such a refreshing take on the battle royale genre because so for so long it's been like everyone just says kind of the same thing there's they had a little gimmick but i was just kind of sick of the whole okay 100 people drop on island you die you have to restart um i really like them kind of tweaking it like oh okay you know you respawn it's all about who has the most money at the end and so really it's not battle royale at all but it's just the dropping on the island the vehicles and just the crazy moments i had with some of my friends man it was so much fun uh animal crossing on switch that one was uh, huge for quite a few weeks there. Uh, I was super into it until Final Fantasy VII kind of <laughs> knocked me down the peg. That's for sure. I was just like, holy cow, never played Animal Crossing. This game is amazing. Like, this is just what I need going into, like, you know, everyone, everything's on lockdown. I can't see my friends anymore. So I'll just hang out with them on Animal Crossing. It was, it was a cool thing for the moment. Um, and even still, I jump in there occasionally. They're, you know, they, they just added swimming. You can now jump into the ocean. Because uh, you're on a little island in the game. You can finally jump in the ocean, swim, and collect little sea creatures and stuff. So, like, okay, they, they're still doing events. They're still adding stuff, which is awesome. And something that, unfortunately, Nintendo doesn't always do, you know, support their games long term. Yeah. Like Super Mario Maker 2 that barely got any DLC. Um, or, like, uh, uh, Super Mario Party, which got zero DLC. <laughs> so, I'm glad they're they're supporting this kind of so far. Uh, number two for me, Final Fantasy VII. And honestly, I know I, did, I just kind of blurted that out, but right away, number two and one for me are interchangeable at this part, at this point. And maybe, actually, I think number two might be Last of Us 2. I'm sorry, JJ. Number two is Last of Us 2 for me. Um, only because I haven't quite finished okay. it yet. And you know so far... I'm, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Okay. <laughs> no. I know, no. I know. Um... <laughs> um no because last i i haven't finished last of us yet so i like i don't have the full picture i want to get the full picture i want to get the whole story so far it is blowing my socks off so these are kind of interchangeable um but that to lead into final fantasy 7 then like as my number one i think the reason i would pick that number one at this point is because that was a game i had no previous experience with no previous like I had all these things I'd heard from other people that I thought it would might be. And then for me to jump in there and it to be, I don't know, I feel like it's so completely different. Granted, people were basing that off the original one, but jump into this one. It's like, oh, this is so completely different. I thought it was going to be based off what people said. Um, it was so just such fun combat, such a great story. The characters were amazing. Uh, like I really like actually care about like some of these characters and like, okay, what's going to happen next? Like the way this one, like this first one ends, it's pretty obvious. Like, okay, there's going to be part two. Like what the heck? Like, give me this part two. Like, I want to see how this goes on here. Um, 
there's just so much about that in this game that shouldn't make sense for who I am and what kind of games I like. And it grabbed me like so tight in its grasp that I think that's why I have to switch it and make it number one because it was totally out of left field. I had even said on the show, like, there's no way I'm going to buy this. I'm not going to pre-order. I'm not going to play it. It's ridiculous. Like, it's Final Fantasy, whatever. Yeah. And then for me to literally, like, I think I changed my mind the either the day it came out or, like, the day before. I think it was, like, the day it came out. Finally, I'm like, nah, I got to go for it. Like, someone was talking about it. I'm like, nope, okay. I'm just going to bite the bullet and do it. And I don't regret it at all. Like, I love it so stinking much. Um, and I, it's making me want to play other Final Fantasy games. Like how I, I bought Final Fantasy 15 was on sale for like 10 bucks. Uh, and you know, Zetch was talking to me about this, uh, talking to me earlier before the show started that, uh, Hey, you need to try this one too. That's uh, Final Fantasy six. I was on super Nintendo and I've had other friends like, Hey, I think you might like this one or that. They won the other one. 10? So, oh my gosh. Final Fantasy 10. I've heard 10 is great. Yeah. Oh my like, gosh. The end of 10 will make you cry like a little <sighs> baby. A little baby that's okay. missing his mama. That game, oh my word. Okay. And you kind of like see it foreshadowed. I'll never forget the ending of that game. That game is one of the best <laughs> endings ever. I was like, no, no, <laughs> no. Oh man, it was like one of the best happy, sad moments. Dang. Oh, okay. It hurts so much just thinking about the end of that game. Oh my so god. I need to go play that one too. I think those are that's like on Switch now too. That's like 100 so. hours long though. <laughs> like, yeah, so was... that'll take me like 10 years to play. <laughs> um, but yeah, so two is uh, Last of Us Part 2, and one is Final Fantasy Seven for me so far this year. So I'm excited for the year to come, though. Really curious to see uh, what the future holds for gaming as, uh, yeah, things are just changing up so much with all the coronavirus and everything going on. <laughs> things getting delayed, things getting pushed around. But we will see. Cool, guys. Well, thank you so much for listening to the show this week. Um, remember, you can... Uh, support us over at patreon.com slash supergamerboys. Uh, you can buy our sweet, sweet merch over at supergamerboys.com slash store. Uh, review us over on your podcast service of choice. If you're watching us on YouTube, hit the like button, subscribe, comment below. Uh, it's always fun to see those. You can find us during the week over on our website, supergamerboys.com, Twitter and Instagram at supergamerboys, facebook.com slash supergamerboys. I am on Twitter at gmorelang. JJ's on Twitter. At JJ Purdom. And Zetch is over on Instagram at... At uh, Zetch Keenan. But I kind of keep that one private, so just follow me on at nerd underscore dads. Heck nerd yeah. dads. Go nerd dads. Go nerd dads. Viva la nerd dads. Uh, <laughs> thank you so much to Star Andrews for our logo. Check her on on Instagram at groundfloorgraphics and facebook.com slash groundfloorgraphics. All That's right, it. I guess we finished. Is that I forget how we typically end this thing. Is it like an awkward pause? Do you like just sort of wave to the? No, you do down? your thing. You gotta do oh, your thing. Okay, well let, let me do that thing. Uh, how do I how do I do that again? Okay, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so very much for joining us. We've had an awesome time. You guys are just amazing listeners and viewers of this incredible podcast. I, me, myself. I'm J.J. Purdom. The guy right there that looks kind of like a very small, cuddly hobbit, that is Zetch Keenan, and he's a lovable, lovable little man. Uh, he, doesn't, he doesn't know anything about video games at all, but he's a lovable little guy. And, uh, and then, of course, uh, Garrett Morlang. Garrett Morlang is the captain of this ship and uh, stands six foot, eight inches tall. You cannot tell 
how tall that mine he's just a, he's a giant of a man with a very small brain a behemoth very very small brain so ladies and gentlemen we are the super gamer boys and we will catch you on the flippity flop <laughs>